My guest today is Jason Stevenson. Hello, Jason. May I ask you to take a moment to introduce yourself, please? Hi, Laura. Uh, it's great to be here. Now, do you want the long version or the short version? I want the version you feel like giving. Well, I live in Australia. I, I'm currently in country South Australia. I'm a passionate person. I'm a passionate being. That's the first word that comes to my mind. But in regards to meeting someone, I probably wouldn't say that straight away. <laughs> I sometimes just say I'm just a YouTuber. That sort of starts the conversation. And I guess you could say that I do a little bit of meditation, both for myself, my practice, and also to share meditation with other people. How many subscribers have you got on your YouTube channel? I think it's 1.7 million. And there's another channel with 300,000, another channel with about 15,000. I'm listening to your recordings. I have had sleep issues, but I've never found anything like what you do. The sound of your voice, the text you read, you mm -hmm. speak from your heart and your soul and your spirit, and it comes through so clearly. Thank you very much, firstly, for that. And uh, that helps me just to, to commit even deeper, to continue on, to connect heart to heart. Well, you do it. I've listened to others, and the others are all about, be sure and give me a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate very much that you never do that sort of thing. <laughs> there you are all relaxed, and all of a sudden, the level changes, the quality of the voice changes. It's like disturbing. <laughs> uh, then welcome to social media. So how did meditation come into your life? I was probably nine years of age. I've always been a bit of a, a loner, a bit of someone that self-reflects, even as a child. When we'd be out in the country, I would always wander off and just sit in my own space. And I didn't know what meditation was then, but now reflecting on that, I'm returning to that little boy who had that inner peace inherently, but was slowly eroded away as the years went on, you know. I went through my own turbulence of anxiety and panic attacks and depression. I think uh, in my 20s of discovering who I was and my sexuality, I'm a gay man and not accepting that because I was told, not by my parents, I might add, from a young age at school, a very, very young age that that was wrong. So when, once that kicks in, then that threw me out for a while. And then turning to drugs and alcohol, to being diagnosed as HIV positive. I think that diagnosis was the pivotal point for me. It's almost like we have to hit that reset button and go, maybe that little boy, that was where I was meant to be all along. And then I went to a, a, a retreat, a 10-day strict monastic retreat. No talking, silence, hair shaved off, wear the robes. That was the change for me. Where was that? It's called Nantian Temple. It's a Buddhist temple. It's actually the largest temple in the Southern Hemisphere. Is it important for you to identify yourself as a Buddhist? No, I'm not anything, actually. I love the teachings, but I don't belong to them or anyone else. I feel quite strongly about that. I feel, feel like I'm a spiritual being and just passing through. Had you studied a particular discipline at university and you had a profession going before you sort of took this turn? And I did study two years of university 
in uh, as a Bachelor of Creative Arts because I'd always wanted to be a singer and, and acting. You know, that gave me a lot of joy. I loved the learning process, but something about the whole thing of scoring creative arts and giving grades just did not fit with me. And, and so I ended up leaving. But I went on to do a professional singing around Sydney, the clubs of Sydney. And I was doing like a lot of like the torch song, uh, it was nightclub type stuff. Would you grace us with one of your favorite cabaret songs? It's not that easy being green, <laughs> having to spend each day the color of the leaves. When I think it could be nicer being red or yellow or gold, or something much more colorful like that. And you've yeah. got to remember, this is about 5.30 or something in the morning for me. So this is my voice. <laughs> that was so lovely. And any of <laughs> our you. listeners can hear that voice speaking meditative guidance into mm -hmm. sleep and sleep that is sustained through the night. Your voice and your intention get just straight to the place they need to get for me. And I've had a lifetime of difficulty with sleep. Mm, thank you. So, Jason, in this moment, we're all living of the anxiety and fear and uncertainty and death. How would you say your work has been impacted? We're fearful of dying. But what's happening is we're also now being fearful of living. We're not living. It's eroding us. And we need to find that peace and that strength and that love within. And so this has come to a place for me where I feel like I've had to step up to help people to find that peace. I've felt the fear myself, you know, and I'm hoping to empower people to not allow this fear to cripple us. It's crippling us and it's dividing us. Once we're acting from that place of fear, we can't think straight. Things are not going right. And our immune system is affected because we're pumping in the wrong, the, the wrong hormones. Our immune system thrives off this. I think it's cortisol, but it's, it's the fear-based cortisol. And so I want to do more and more of these meditations to, if we can just even for the moment, find that that place of stillness. And it's usually through our breathing, you know, through our breath. Is there any story you might share of an interaction you've had with someone who really needed to benefit from your gift, particularly as it relates to COVID? Oh, yes. Oh, daily. I see this going on in the comments. Daily, I hear people that are really living with fear and it's like they're needing a meditation to be released each week and division, division of, of this whole COVID thing. And I see it on social media and this is quite disturbing. People are, are fighting, you know, some say it's this and some say it's that. The truth is no one really knows, you know, maybe it's a place that we all need to step into this place of not knowing and being okay with not knowing. Just here we are right now. We really all don't know any answers and uh, we're just doing our best. Yeah, that really resonates for me. I am very much more comfortable with not knowing than I am with the divisiveness. We don't know. So why make up some answer to where it came from or how it's passed around? And 
it's so counterproductive. Mm. Mm. It's much more peaceful feeling for me to say, well, we don't know and we're working on it. Mm. Just surrendering to that. Then we can let go of that also that just because someone else has a different point of view that we don't have to hate on them. We just take a breath and go, okay, so they've got a different point of view. You put a great emphasis on our breath. Can you mm. say more about that? Breath is breath of life. It's, it's what sustains us. When fear comes into our life, we hold our breath. We stop the flow of life and our thoughts freeze up. You know, we can't move forward. But it's just a great grounding point to always come back to our breath because it brings us here. It reminds us to come right back here into this very moment. If at any time you're feeling tense, you're angry or you're disappointed with the world, just tune right back in to your breathing at that point in time and take a breath. When we just take that breath, it just opens us up. It releases and we can move forward with that. And so I use breathing so much in my meditations as an anchor point to return to the present moment. And in that present moment, fear doesn't exist. Will you breathe with me now? Sure. Of course I will. Do you want me to talk you through it? <laughs> yeah, like you do every night and every morning. Okay. So just finding a comfortable place and... Um, just making sure that your back is upright, although not held rigid in any way. Shoulders, just allow them to just drop down. You can gently close your eyes if you like. And just begin to breathe through your nose, in and out. And just these initial breaths release through your mouth. And really follow that breath all the way down feeling the belly expand on the breath in and contract on the breath out. Just one more breath. And returning your breathing to a comfortable rhythm, just allowing it to drop in and find its own place, breathing in and out through your nose. And if your mind wanders at any time, just allow that thought to be, it's come up into this present space. Just allow it to be. And your only job is to simply shift your focus back to your breathing. Moment by moment, breath by breath by breath. Thank I, you. I thank you. I would love if you had any further thoughts to support people in terms of this moment we're living. Yeah. First of all, switch off much of the TV. I could almost say switch off all of it. Also, be very, very careful and mindful of, of social media as well, because it can be just as dangerous in a way. You know, take time out for stillness and to find your own truth inside, find your inner peace and, and your own truth. And I think our heart really doesn't lie. What's truthful for us? You don't have to go along with what anyone says or the mainstream narrative or be a dissenter. You don't have to do any of that. Just tap into your heart and live your truth. 
you know, I went to visit my parents and, and that's kind of in one state across where I come from, that was acceptable. But here, apparently, it's still not. And I wasn't even aware of that. We, we hugged. And I said, you're okay with that? And I said, I said, of course. You mean because of the virus? Yes. And personally, for me, I would never live with that fear that my parents are going to give it to me or, or anything like that. I'm not saying go out and break laws, please. I'm not saying that. But just listen to your heart. And there might be moments between two people, you might bend the rules and that's okay for you. That's all I'm saying. Jason, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you very much, Laura. It's been an honor. I look forward to hearing you tonight when I go to bed. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> the only man in my bedroom anymore. <laughs> I look forward to meeting you there. <laughs> thank you, Jason.